Hello and welcome back to episode number 31 at the Indie Football Podcast. It's the FIFA World Cup month and it feels almost like a crime to be talking about football and not include the build up to the World Cup. There's just so much that can excite any football fan and for that very reason our special guest for this week is Aditya who is a fellow batchmate of my co-host Anukash. Aditya is running Bro Sports which is a YouTube channel and an Instagram page and honestly the Instagram bio when I saw the Instagram bio of Bro Sports and they said that new reels every day at 6 pm is the kind of commitment that we love having around. Thank you Aditya for doing for taking out time and doing this with us. How are you? Hello guys, hello to all the listeners. I'm really glad to be here. First of all, I must tell you uh, as I was speaking to Anukash before this podcast I have seen the kind of people that come here and the people that have associated themselves with Indie Football Podcast. So genuinely a pleasure and it goes without saying it's my great honor and gratitude to be here. So thank you for calling me. Yeah, I mean Anukash sir, it's the second or third guest that we've had who has been your school friend and I don't recall any from my school in this podcast. So please tell me what your school did right and mine missed out on to create such talented kids. फुटबॉलिक फ्रेंड्स फ्रॉम स्कूल I mean, yeah, definitely, man, and uh, it feels great uh, to do partial nepotism at some times. And <laughs> honestly, uh, like uh, more than anything, I mean, uh, the fact that I call Aditya that wasn't because he was from DPS. That was more because uh, the page he was running, Bro Sports. I saw a reel, uh, and uh, it was one of from Bro Sports, and I was like, oh my god, these these guys are creating some good content, like not just about football, but about other sports as well, and. Uh, there and some very informative deals like there was this one deal in which you know Aditya and his brother they have explained about a strike rate and uh, average for a bowler means right yeah, so a yeah. thing which a lot of people don't know how to differentiate like i remember yeah. back when i when i was a kid i could not differentiate but i had learned that later in life so it's something it's a very informative as well as a very fun sort of a page in which they discuss uh, topics they do their banter and they have a fantastic youtube channel too so of course like altair's here but uh, obviously someone from my school it all brings all the nostalgia and <laughs> i mean i'm again uh, really honored to have him here and let's see let's get the party started the, the dps style guys <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah i mean aditya the journey of bro sports like how have you uh, from where when did you start with what idea did you start and you know how the growth growing process happened so please do spread some light along those lines sure sure man so like i could go about it for an hour if you want but uh, <laughs> keep it short the thing is that uh, since i was like 7 or 8 i joined my karate classes and yeah. uh, got a black belt then discovered that i had a passion for cricket and wow. at the age yeah. of 11 i started pursuing it very seriously yeah. and uh, like i wanted to become a cricketer professionally yeah. and uh, i i played at a decent level to be honest and then when i was 19 18 19 i could not convert that dream into a reality for whatever reasons yeah and uh, 
to be very honest i was not a big football fan initially that might come as a surprise to some people but uh, the fact of the matter is the reason i came into football was because see my favorite cricketer has always been sachin tendulkar and as you all would know he wears number 10 right yes yes so he short in height he wears number 10 now who's the counterpart in football Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously it's Messi, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, man. So yeah. I got to know that Messi is that sort of a humble guy who wears number 10. He's short in height, he's very talented. And then coincidentally he happened to be playing the FIFA World Cup final in 2014. Yes. And yeah. I wondered why not I must like I must give it a try, right? Yeah. But dekhte hain kya hota hai. And that was my first match as a football fan and he lost. Oh. and i decided i won't be watching football ever again <laughs> then a few years passed and then somewhere down the line probably when i stopped playing uh, cricket professionally at that time i opened myself to other sports as well yeah. and this is where football came in in full swing in my life yeah and uh, the thing is that since like forever whenever i can remember myself uh, my brother and i we have always had this thing that we have to go out and play every single day no matter what if we don't we just freak out and we don't know what to do <laughs> so like even today bef- like before uh, this thing that we are doing i was actually outside playing i played for 2 hours then i came back took a shower and then i got prepared for this podcast along with my brother so that is the kind of passion that we have had for sports and uh, I just recently completed my MBA in April. Oh, and... wow. great! <laughs> Thank you. And the thing was that because of my history with sports, I always wanted to do something in this field. Yes. But uh, I was passively also pursuing my studies on the side, not realizing what it was actually taking me into, which was yeah. definitely the corporate world. Now I got my first job. It started in May, and uh, on the very first day, I realized that this is not what I want. Yeah. I was very depressed, and so you did not. Clinically. You did not want to be that corporate hoe. I mean, I don't want to disregard people who pursue corporate if that makes them happy. Yeah. By all means, do that. But yes. it is not just. It's just not meant for me. I must say yeah. that. So realizing that, acknowledging that, and then trying to find my passion once again and to follow it, I thought, why not create a channel which is called now Bro Sports along yeah. with my brother. and you know how things align the universe aligns itself when you really yeah, want something absolutely so things happen one after another and uh, so i started my job in may and by july i was i resigned and then i went into this full time and it's been a month since we have launched this launched this channel uh, we did it in october and it's it's going decently right now let's see how far this goes I mean, uh, for me personally, I think uh, the the life trajectory that Aditya has had through sports, mm-hmm. being an avid fan of cricket, wanted to be, mm-hmm. wanting to be a cricketer, and now then opening himself to different sports is something that I resonate with a lot because I was yeah. from a similar similar uh, journey given how my last three four years have been. But Anukar right. sir, I'll ask you this: like we are close to. a year of doing this podcast and is there something that you know Ad- aditya just said or you would like to say something that you know makes this makes his journey and our journey somewhat similar so far that whatever we have done 
definitely man i mean as as he was speaking it was you know presenting parallels and uh, flashbacks in my head like uh, like first of all more than us talking about you like uh, usually like you know you are usually asking so the questions in the podcast but what i have what i have observed in the last one year like uh, i know how much of a cricket fan and avid cricket supporter are you like you yeah. like you are the reason i have been uh, watching so many so much of cricket more because yeah. uh, there was a time when i had not stopped watching it but i had stopped i had started watching it much lesser than i used to uh, but uh, since you know i have become uh, better yes yes Like we have uh, started this podcast. I have started watching each and every match. Like I, I remember how much Ireland, Afghanistan have disappointed me in this World Cup, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, all of my exes combined. So of course, uh, I must say that uh, definitely uh, there are talents and. Uh, to see uh, uh, someone who you know wanted to be cricketer and uh, as aditya recalls i do remember the people in my class and you know people in my section talking about how good aditya was in cricket because as he was speaking it did remind me of times in school when i did uh, hear about that and uh, like there are parallels for like someone uh, during the india pakistan match that just happened one of the best matches right. of our generation though he was uh, uh, invited on uh, radio 90 Yes, that's oh, great match. And uh, for someone who who is so close to the game, for someone who for whom the game means so much, I know how much it meant to him, right? So yeah. uh, uh, definitely, I mean, uh, seeing you both, it's like one wants to play the game, one wants to talk about the game all the time. So yeah, of course, there are a lot of parallels, and it's interesting to see as a you know from a bird's eye point of view. And uh, talking about the podcast, definitely, man, I mean. Uh, I mean, I wish Aditya and his brother the very best for this because honestly, I know how much Doi and I have grown as people in our yeah. personal and professional lives. Doing this, meeting new people, having the experiences, talking to them, getting to know new things about life, getting to know new things, and I mean, all the guests that we have had, Yaman, Ish, Nirali, all of them, everyone, Darshan, they have taught us so much. Like with all due respect to each and everyone, Zishan, yes, they have all taught us so much about life, so much about. Uh, the game i mean it's been a pleasure and every time someone comes in they teach us more i mean at some point of time i almost felt like we are all going to leave everything and talk about cricket but let's not beat around <laughs> the bush anymore and i'm going to cut to the chase and ask aditya man had you come and done this with us at any other time of the year we we usually warm up to the episodes by asking our guests about their favorite club this that but now with all that world cup fever I'll right. ask your favorite team that is going to be playing at the World Cup. Why are you supporting that particular team? And any intra, just your general feel about the World Cup that's just around the corner. Man, uh, so it's going to be very obvious now. I am supporting Argentina for Absolutely, Messi. Absolutely, man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, given the kind of form they are in, yeah, I mean, it's really good, and I genuinely think we have a chance. Although we can elaborate on that. And uh, just speaking about the World Cup, it's very unique because. at least since that i'm i have been following this uh, it's the first time that it's happening mid season right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it just maybe. brings in yeah, so many factors for all the players for all the teams for all the viewers that you're not used to in general so the dynamics of the game and the dynamics of the whole concept of the tournament is now completely changed and it makes it more unpredictable in my opinion 
yeah i mean what i'd add that the reason why i'm so much into sports is that after some point maybe if someone watches cricket some can some might rightly comment that it's just a game of a bad band ball being hit around but there are it's so not, many it's different not. things that are, <laughs> and that's the same the, the very same can be said uh, quite righteously for football as well there's much more than 11 guys chasing around for a, and try to score a goal so this part where there are new dynamics new variables involved really makes it one of the most uh, exciting things to watch and for anukar sir i'll come and ask you also for once when i'll ask you your favorite team and you'll not answer liverpool because <laughs> i'm asking your favorite world cup team <laughs> yeah definitely man i mean as much as i want to say liverpool and all uh, the answer for this is uh, i think uh, uruguay and france are two teams who i'm really want to support for different reasons france because uh, i mean i have had my heart broken enough by england just because it used to have gerard sometime back again and uh, since sometime later though uh, uh, you know with the you know the tactics that uh, uh, gareth southgate has been deploying for quite some time have really put me in a very abysmal sort of a mental state so <laughs> france it is for But me for gareth southgate the guys really doing his homework right we see him for in every football club what match is in the last 2 3 months he's there in the stands watching all the young english players closely right i mean yeah definitely the work ethic is there the personality is there just the execution i don't think is really proper i mean the players that he has uh, i mean i am partial when i say this but i really think that Uh, when you have got players like Trent Alexander-Arnold, players like Kyle Walker, these James, you have to find a combination to be Kieran Trippier. You have to find a combination to actually be able to play energy. You know, utilize their energies in the best way. And I don't think that uh, England really has been able to uh, play their best eleven or uh, been able to uh, you know channelize their energy. And this has been the trend for quite some time for decades. For a couple of decades now, I mean. Even the time when they had a midfield of Beckham, uh, Gerrard, Scholes, uh, do things that they should be doing at the international level. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, a, a team like France. I think has a really good chance. Brazil, once again, I think are one of the favorites with the team and the variety they have in attack. And uh, definitely France. I mean, France have Shawmini uh, and Kamavinga in midfield. Also, not to forget that uh, Benzema will be there. So players playing in the same uh, same team at the club level, and uh, Mbappe plays like Mbappe, who can actually you know uh, change things in the stroke of a second. So that's how it is. Uh, these teams for me seem the very best. And for Uruguay, I think are the dark horses. Because having a forward line of Darwin Nunez and Luis Suarez, two players who have once either played for Liverpool or are playing for Liverpool. I mean, what I can say for them is that I have known how good they can be yeah. or how good they are. So I think dark horses this season uh, going into the World Cup. I mean, I mean, can I make a bold confession? Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Sure, sure. And I, I respect your choices, but <laughs> I feel France is going down this time, man. Yeah, even for Could even be. in the Euros when we saw everyone talked about France a lot and then the performances they had. So I think there's one. I mean, I'll I'll allow Dieter uh, to make his point. It's just a minor point here where sometimes I just feel France is a team full of superstars that lacks a bit of coordination in the crunch moments, and that's where. that's what has been letting them down for what i have seen france in the euros and in other international games but yeah aditya go for it i mean adding to what you just said i feel that 
you said that very perfectly and in fact i would like to draw a parallel i feel that at this point of time france is kind of uh or say the international psg that yeah. is what i feel mm, because yeah. they have too many superstars but i don't think the chemistry is working that much and you know uh, f- factors apart from what is going on on the field things that happen off the field that are also not really working for them and <laughs> on top of that we have the world cup curse and i genuinely believe in that man so but i must also say that uh, i fully agree with the point that he made on uruguay because i feel that people are genuinely underestimating them especially because portugal is in that group and ronaldo is in that group but i think <laughs> i love how you mentioned one. I love how you mentioned Portugal and Ronaldo differently, as if Ronaldo is gonna bring a team of his own. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ronaldo at least brings a set of fan base, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is not necessarily loyal to Portugal. But if you if you see the record of Portugal against Uruguay, uh, whenever Ronaldo has played, uh, he has had one goal and one assist in eleven matches and has not won any match. Ah, uh, so. I mean, at some point. I mean, I, I'm so sorry. It's not about Uruguay. Yeah, it's yeah. about all South American teams, in fact. So, I mean, may maybe that would play into the into this World Cup. I don't know, but I think they are genuinely underestimating Uruguay for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, we it's it's great that we go a a lot into the details and discuss how certain teams are doing the numbers and all. But you know, I I often talk about a uh, different sports with my father as well, and he's. He's fifty-six years old, but he's he's got a body like a thirty-year-old now. He works out a lot these days. But I mean, the difference that my father often tells me between a sport like cricket and a sport like football is, uh, I'll, I'll like if you get a Brian Lara, a Sachin Tendulkar, a Bradley, a Wasim Akram in the same team, it's it's highly likely to do well than a team. of great football stars all packed in the same team because football is not so much of an individual game as much as it is as cricket right. is 100%. so i so in in football i think a team that has stayed together you know has spent time t- together playing matches know each other's strengths know each other's wings man uh, just know each other's game better who's there at what point of time and they've spent basically spent a lot of time playing together as opposed to a side you know different who has who have absolutely world class players in terms of goal scoring but they meet just about one month before the world cup and they it's they expect a certain standard of themselves individually but that standard does not materialize at a team level so that's what i'm most excited to see i mean people do ask about favorite teams and all but i'm going to follow every single match and just spot teams that look switched on for the big moments you know the teams that don't miss moments but i mean anyway speaking of uh, different kinds of teams There's a Netflix series I was recently watching. I think it came out recently as well, called Captains. Has any of you heard about it? Not really. What's it about? So, Anuka sir, have you heard about it? Yeah. No, man. What's it about? Like, I would like so to know Captains, more. Yeah, Captains is a Netflix series on six FIFA uh, football international football sides uh, captains who are building up their side for the World Cup in Qatar. so in this okay. series so in this series they are showing different there's a luka modric there's a uh, uh, the the guy who who goes to arsenal barcelona chelsea the guy uh, 
Obama Young, yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's he's from he's playing he's playing for Gabon now, a team uh, a country called Gabon because his roots are from that side. There's Thiago Silva from Brazil. So that is a kind of series that if you see, you get more excited about for different reasons for the goal scoring options. So anyway, that's something that's just a random Netflix suggestion that I keep giving to our listeners every uh, every two three episodes. But Anuka sir, I'll ask you this: last World Cup. Croatia, who was ranked 17th or 18th out of the 32 teams that played in the FIFA World Cup finals, made it to the final, and and I think for a brief moment in the final they even challenged France. So, similarly in this World Cup, do you see any dark horses or teams that no one's seeing coming? But as I mean, we've of co- of course discussed about Uruguay and and other teams, but a team that can make a real run. And defeat one of the biggest teams like probably an Argentina and Adit and Aditya will definitely be sure he's the reason why Messi is <laughs> losing matches. See, like what uh, football and cricket World Cups have taught us that upsets can come all the time, right? I mean, uh, yeah. we saw how uh, in previous World Cups Mexico have pushed up of their weight. How you know? Uh, but for me and. This might sound slightly controversial, but what I feel is that Denmark have a good chance. I mean, uh, a lot of the people might, you know, not really agree, but I feel with the fall, uh, with how good uh, Damsgaard has has been for them and the club level at the international level at times, how the the surgence of Christian Eriksen as a player. I mean, they are a team that can challenge because what I have seen is that although they haven't got a lot of stars for that matter. But as a cohesive whole, when they work together, they work really well, and I think that they can be good challengers. If not progress much in the competition, they can definitely get for the money. So, all right. I mean, we have covered a lot of different teams, the different aspects of teams doing well. Let's talk about an inevitable part of football, which are which is injuries. So I mean, as far Aditya, as far as injuries are concerned, or as far as unnecessary absences of players are concerned, do you think there are certain teams that that start with a bit of a head start, or other teams that start with a bit of a disadvantage that obviously plays a bit of a psychological impact for other teams? Man, the thing is that now there are two match days still left for the clubs, right? Yeah, and to this point, yeah. nobody is sure who's going to make it and who's not going to make it. So, for example, we saw how Reece James got injured yes. in a match for Chelsea, and I think he is potentially one of the best uh, fullbacks in the world right now, oh, and oh, oh. Uh, would be a major blow for England for sure. As far as Argentina is concerned, just recently, uh, Lochelso got injured as well, and we'll know on Monday what exactly his status is. So another major midfield proposition for Argentina that has got injured. Not to mention Dybala and Di Maria, obviously. Hmm. And uh, so there are big players that are getting injured for sure. Even Messi might be rested for the upcoming match on the weekend because he has some inflammation uh, in his ankle, apparently. So I feel that these injuries are kind of inevitable given the fact that World Cup is happening mid-season, and teams like England, Argentina, even. Uh, Werner is out of the World Cup, I think, right for Germany. Yeah, I I I heard it something like that. I mean, Anukar sir, do you have do you have any specific or notable names that add to this list? Yeah, Luis is out for Colombia. Diogo Jota is out for Portugal. So definitely there are names like that. Yeah, oh, you of know, course. I don't know. 
unless it is a very big player like say messi or ronaldo or mbappe because mm-hmm. by this time the teams are probably settled in terms of their core and are probably have a set sort of starting 11 in their mind already and there's not mm-hmm. much time for you to improve your chemistry and understanding of the players anyway right yeah so at this point of time if somebody gets injured unless it is a very big name i don't think it is going to make that big of a difference because you're you are already set in in that uh, you know mind frame as a player and then nothing can distract you really yeah i mean what i also feel that for big tournaments it's it's similar for the, uh, uh, other team sports as well that uh, and it's 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 kind of a long tournament right it's more than a month and teams play a lot of matches under pressure even the group stages begin from with a lot of pressure every match brings with its own set of expectations so the team that generally goes the farthest is the team that has the best bench strength at some point of time you are going to need that player who comes in at the 70th minute and is not overawed by the occasion of this it being a world cup game and you know comes in, comes in and plays like it's just another football game probably that's why that's why football some of the best football players around the world get paid so much that they can take the occasion out of the equation and perform to their best but speaking of players who can perform to their best and score a lot of goals let's let's come to a very interesting part of our episode which is uh, all of us guessing uh, giving our predictions for the golden boot the player who might score the most goals in the upcoming world cup so uh, you can also give your reasons for it and why do you think and, uh, and or you know just just give me your name whatever your choice so i mean anukash you can go first Uh, the choice is pretty obvious, but I really think that with the form that Lionel Messi has been in this season, I mean, I don't think, uh, especially with no Erling Haaland in the World Cup, I think that uh, Messi will take the golden boot this time around with the form he has been in, with the number of assists he has been providing, providing, and with how much you know uh, the Argentinian game is uh, oriented and you know centered around Messi, Lionel Messi. I think uh, Lionel Messi has a, a big, big shout for the Golden Boot. Uh, of course, uh, I think players like Mbappe and Neymar might see might have an outside chance, but I really think that Lionel Messi will uh, run away with it if Argentina performs to a decent level. That yeah, I mean, Aditya, you you tell us your choice. Yeah, so I would agree with him. I feel that Messi surely has a great shot at it. because the way he is playing with argentina he has scored like 9 10 goals in this year already for them mm-hmm. so definitely he is amongst the top uh, contenders but i also feel that neymar for brazil and i won't be picking mbappe because i would be contradicting myself on the fact that france would probably go out in the group stage itself so mm-hmm. not playing enough matches i don't think he would be in the contention for that i feel that mm-hmm. harry kane probably because he is the penalty taker for england as well and he just has a knack of scoring goals so i won't rule him out as well and then lastly one dark horse in this race would be ronaldo for me because the kind of back story that he has had in the recent months 
not being able to start for united and the kind of player he is he thrives on challenges and hate right you yeah. all know that so this is the ideal stage the perfect scenario for him to prove his haters wrong and nothing could fuel him more than this so if he plays with that sort of vengeance and god is on his side that portugal manages to go deep into the tournament probably yeah. he would yeah. also be in contention for the world cup for sure yes absolutely uh, the only probable uh, suppose you know i imagine myself to be in sometimes in various situations and as if you know i'm the most important person in certain sports teams but anyway like i think sometimes that everyone's going to know that people like messi people like ronaldo are going to come at it so teams are like they every international big football team and not even big football team every football team has an analyst they go through you know uh, hundreds of sets of data hundreds of sets of recent football matches the they track player movements and also i feel messi and even ronaldo to an extent are players who are uh, very much studied and they are a bit a bit of course i don't think it's uh, an outrageous claim to make if i say that they are well uh, beyond their prime and that sort of takes a cutting edge away from them and probably that's the reason why also in the club football people are now moving on from having messi or ronaldo in their sides because at some point of time with their a bit reduced pace and increased age it becomes tough to keep competing at that level that they've been Definitely. able to produce for all those years uh so i think a uh, some like the golden boot could be a very unexpected player young player who just i won't give a name because haha why not you can you can uh you know do your research in suspense and any of you but i it's someone who i'd love to see someone who none of us saw coming you know none of us thought oh and then we have this feeling you know sports keeps it's keeps surprising us it keeps teaching us it keeps you know making us know that no no one is too big to be here for a very long time or to be here forever so i mean it's a very humbling experience but i think uh, a lot of things have been covered anukar sir if someone hears this episode he'll feel well prepared for the football world cup right definitely man i mean uh, this has been one hell of an episode and uh, thank you so much aditya for taking out the time yes. and uh, once again like uh, for someone who uh, doesn't uh, you know get much credit because uh, he's asking most of the questions uh, thank you rohit for like yeah, some no issues you. i love doing this yeah and no, uh, i must also say man thank you so much to both of you weapon you are a really good host and anukarsh uh, greatly i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna add to my C- i'm gonna add this to my cv sir <laughs> and anukarsh also man great insights yaar um, some definitely some great points you added so if i, I, I would like just... to tell our viewers i would like yeah. to tell our viewers that doi uh, uh, payan has shifted to mumbai so yeah, yeah don't be surprised if he is uh, bad mouthing people in delhi about uh, bad mouthing people in delhi a uh, week down the line so yeah please be prepared cool, for that how cool would it be if i if i say delhi people some cuss words in marathi and they won't even know about it so <laughs> but i mean guys i i like i had a lovely time it was a hectic day but it was the best half an hour 40 minutes i had with you guys thank you for doing this thank you for the listeners who have tuned up and stayed till this point of time don't forget to follow us on social media instagram twitter don't follow forget to follow bro sports i mean uh, like i haven't had a chance to go through a lot of the reels but whatever i've seen aditya you have been doing a great job at it and thank you thank you man yeah and if argentina makes it to the final aditya 
you're going to be back here again i mean you're going to be back here anyway but you're going to be back here soon if argentina makes let's let's make it happen i'm i'm looking yeah. forward to it definitely <laughs>